Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7 FM WLUW on Weekend Gabe holding down your Thursday night here on Radio 1 Chicago. That was Waves from our in-studio guest, Anna P. Off her new EP, I Was an Iceberg. She's joining us now live on WLUW 88.7 FM. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. No problem. here. Thank you for coming out and uh, hanging out with us. Thanks. I, I think it was a better today than this weekend, which I think we're expecting oh, yeah. like six to ten inches of snow. Yeah, I'm going to be staying in my apartment. And, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe ordering some Grubhub or something. <laughs> so. like, I'm, not, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I, have to, uh, I have to come down here uh, to the loop in the morning on Saturday morning. And I'm just uh. like... I, I'm not sure how I feel about leaving the house at all. Oh, it's like, no. <laughs> like to drive to the train station and then to to be just downtown uh-huh. with just trash. All the mess. I already committed to it, so I can't go back. <laughs> it comes with the territory. I mean, if, if you move here. I mean, I've been living in Chicago area my whole life. I grew up in northwest Indiana, so I'm used to this weather. And right. Just, it, it's expected. No, it's, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm one of those people, like, I prefer snow over rain. Because oh, I, yeah, I think yeah. just rain is just awful. Rain's messy. At least with snow, it's not like gross. Yeah. It, it can be like driving in it is mm-hmm. awful, especially if you don't have like the best tires. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, it, to me, it's like a little bit. I don't know. It's like you could see it with rain. It's like it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's everywhere. But what what is everywhere is your new EP. I was an iceberg. It's out now on all the streaming platforms. Yes. Uh, congratulations. Uh, how long have you been working on the project? Um. Well, I started i recorded it back in october um but i had been collecting the songs for over a year sure um but i I recorded it up in michigan at um a good friend of mine's studio his name's nick diener and um he used to be in like this pretty popular like punk pop band um about like five ten years ago so um yeah, he has a he, he runs a studio now, so I was able to go up there and he um, recorded me, and he also added a bunch of extra instruments to my songs and made them mm. sound so good. I ho- he's probably not listening right now, but like <laughs> he he's, a, to- he's a busy man. He has a wife and kid now, so. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he can listen to the podcast, so yeah, he'll, exactly. he'll hear. He'll hear so on the, the yeah, f- he added a bunch of stuff, bunch of um, instruments to my songs, and just made them sound totally different. And just transform them in a way that I couldn't have done on my own. So right, how important is it? Like, you no, know, I hear people talk about time. Like, get a strong engineer mm-hmm. once you're done with your records. Because if you don't have an engineer, trust me, you're gonna notice the difference between what you've recorded. Yeah. Even if you're recording it yourself and producing it yourself, an engineer could brighten those highs and mm-hmm. darken those lows exactly. in a way that. A person who's not experienced could do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what what is it about that? What he was able to do that just really brought the project uh, and brought it to like another level. Well, I my previous releases have all been 100 percent me. I have a microphone. I have an audio interface. I have a laptop. Programs You're like I am so, literally independent. I'm yeah, doing it on exactly. My own. So I had everything myself, and like, it didn't sound bad, but you could tell like it wasn't super professionally recorded. Sure. But. Um, what he added was mainly like making my songs better, like offering like, Hey, what if you change this, like do this instead of this, or like do this chord instead of this one and make it sound, make it sound different. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And it ended up sounding better. And also just, I'm not 
that good at mixing. I mean, I there's only so much that I could hear with my untrained ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he mixed and mastered it as well and just it sounded amazing. And I couldn't have done it on my own at all. So Yeah, no, I I, I think that's important too. Sometimes like I think there's a like artists sometimes feel like, you know, like I I've got this far by myself, mm-hmm. like I'm fine. Exactly. And that, that was kind of what I was saying. Like, I'm super, I'm a super stubborn person. I'm super independent. So I'm like, I can do this myself. I don't need anybody's help. <laughs> but then what, now, like, I've never collaborated with anyone before ever in my, the whole time I've been doing music. And he was the first person I ever collaborated with. And I'm like, I should have done this years ago. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. It's the trial process, uh-huh. the learning process. Exactly. Um, the, there's sort of a, um, a bit of a backdrop but behind the album itself and we're talking a little bit off air about the, the title and we'll get into that in a moment mm-hmm. but it, it seems like it's uh, discussing a sort of a lot of uh, mental health and heartbreak and things mm-hmm. that affect people's exactly. uh, inability to sometimes move on mm-hmm. or to even just function exactly. like talk about like how that like what the experience was that happened to you that mm-hmm. sort of built the foundation for this EP yeah um, well I was talking to you off air about it I um, I I recorded these songs back in October, as I said, but I had been collecting these songs over a period of time. And um, they kind of, um, each song is about like a different thing that happened to me, Mm. but all kind of tying together with the same kind of emotions because I um, would experience these same emotions after these these things that would happen to me. Um, So mainly just, you know, failed not really failed relationships well I guess failed relationships and just um like falling out with 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 people in like romantic way and just being affected by that and kind of the spiral that happens after that um um and as you mentioned mental health I I do struggle with with uh, my mental health I have depression and anxiety and all that fun stuff and um so when heartbreak happens to me, I, it kind of affects me more than it would someone who doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. So it it kind of, this one thing will happen and then you'll just spiral. And then um, you'll feel these emotions super intensely that a person who wasn't affected by these things right. wouldn't feel. So Yeah, I mean, it definitely amplifies mm-hmm. those feelings Yeah, where, you know, it becomes a little bit more intolerable mm-hmm. you know does exactly. the does the writing and creating process sort of subdue a lot of those feelings it it makes me forget about it for a while and actually um i i think a lot of artists feel this way where you know they write something and then they kind of release it out into the world and then they can finally be at peace with it mm-hmm. and i did i did kind of feel that after i had like after everything had been um mix and mastered and I was ready to, you know, um, release it. And I, I kind of, I would look back at the emotions that I had. I'm like, I've grown so much since then, like not only because of writing, but because of, you know, therapy and all that other stuff. So, but it's just, it's almost like, like a diary for me to like look back and, and see how much that I've grown since, um, the time that I have written these songs. Right. Yeah. Um, you brought your guitar with you, mm-hmm. so you're gonna perform for us at least one sure. song. Um, which uh, which song are we gonna hear? Um, I'm gonna be doing "Hesitate," and cool. um, on the subject of mental health, this one is actually a pretty serious one. It's about um, being with someone who doesn't understand what you're going through, mm. and um, you wanting to end your life, 
and just mm. you don't see a point like if this if this person that you love doesn't understand you then what hope is there right. for anyone else to understand you right. so it's 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 about that moment where you want to end it all but you hesitate got it <laughs> well, that's uh that's heavy i know sorry is that no. radio friendly <laughs> it, it is it's absolutely radio friendly uh 716 here on 88.7 fm radio one chicago anna p is our live in studio guest the new ep is titled i was an iceberg and we're going to hear perform live a uh, single off the ep titled hesitate in just a few seconds uh i should remind you that don't forget to follow us on the social medias at radio one chicago and visit us at Radio1Chicago.com and uh, hit that submit button when you get a chance. Uh, can we turn on five and six uh, for Anna? All right. All right, we're good. All right, we're good. Go right. in. This is Hesitate. I should probably move Let's this go. One too. Radio 1 Chicago. All right. Don't tell me it will be okay because you don't. Yeah. 
was a place in my head where I believe what you said. How you'd always try to understand and stay with me until the end. You still care if I took it all. I want to so bad, but I won't. But what if I should? That was from our in-studio guest, Anna P. Hesitate, off her new EP, I Was an Iceberg, right here on Radio 1 Chicago, WLUW. Um, the, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the title, I Was an Iceberg, and you had a great uh, metaphor behind it. Oh, yeah. Uh, share, can you share that with us? Sure. Um, well, when you picture an iceberg, you think of, like, oh, it's, then there's that expression, oh, this is just the tip of the iceberg, where... It, it's like you see you see it, but there's more to it than what you see. Right. Um, and there, there's actually a line in the title track of the album, which you'll hear at the end of my interview. Um, there's a line in it that says, um, "I was an iceberg, more to me than what you've heard." And I've I've kind of always been the kind of person where it's there's more to me than what you see. I'm for the people listening at home, I'm a very tiny person. I'm five, feet, I'm five feet tall, and you know people don't expect you know this this voice and these emotions to come out of this tiny person. So um, I can relate to that. And there's also the aspect of obviously icebergs are cold and um, just cold, cold, cold emotionally and and things like that. So it's kind of like that double meaning of of the, the imagery. And I I love having. Um, I love evoking imagery in my song titles and and lyrics. So, mm-hmm. I, I when I started writing this song, I knew I wanted it to be um, to provoke that imagery. I started writing it at the end of 2017, and and I was able to to um, get to a place where it was finished and I could record it and make yeah. an album around it. Well, when you were uh, when you were writing this song, was that rightly directly or any time after a sort of a period where you felt in that space? Um, yeah, I started writing it because of of a failed a failed relationship. Um, I had written, I pretty much wrote all the lyrics. Like I had all the lyrics written right away. I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it musically. I I my writing style is I write lyrics first. Um, and then you place the music I, behind yeah, it. Um, yeah, I'm a songwriter first and foremost. Like I'm not, I'm not that great at guitar, but like <laughs> I can write a song and, us. and put and put uh, guitar parts to it. But yeah, yeah. Is it is it? Uh, I, I always thought that was interesting. Whether like sometimes like we we cover a lot of hip hop artists where mm-hmm. they're inspired by the music, and it's very rare that someone will say like, "Oh, I have lyrics for that particular mm-hmm. melody or whatever." Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, do you kind of still hear sort of the melody as you're writing the song a and start bit. start yeah. uh, constructing a little bit of what the production may sound like? Yeah, I try. I try to. Sometimes I try to write the music as I go along, but other times I'll be like, I have these really good lyrics, and I'm just gonna see where it goes, and then figure out the music later, and then change the lyrics some lyrics later on if it doesn't fit with the music and right so that happens a lot yeah for sure uh the the ep is out there uh what's the the plan are you gonna take it on the road are you gonna start doing shows around the city um yeah i have a couple shows lined up um 
I uh, my next show is gonna be March first um, at Reggie's. Nice. So I'm excited. I never played there before. Um, I'm gonna be there with um, a duo called Left Lane Cruiser, um, and I'm I have another show in March. It's not finalized yet. Um, and then I want to go on tour with a musician friend of mine, maybe in the summer. Um, but we're still in the planning stages of that. Nice. So. Well, definitely take it on the road. It's worth yes. listening to and worth hearing for sure. Thank you so much. Um, is there anything else that you want to plug away? Um, yeah, I guess I can plug my social media. Maybe. Yeah, the, the, definitely the socials sure. for sure. Um, well, I do have an official website that has all my links on it. You do? I do. It's anapmusic.net because .com was taken already. <laughs> but <laughs> I tried so hard to get it, but there's nothing on the .com page. It just said, oh, contact, you know. So-and-so. Yeah, to do this. and But it, it was, I didn't get it. So I just didn't want to wait any longer. So I did the anapmusic.net. <laughs> so if you go on there, it has the links to everything. It has... Um, uh, you can buy uh, my CD is available there, and also um, streaming of my new album. It has my show dates. It has photos. You can contact me there, um, and my Facebook page is Anna P Music. So you, if you just search for Anna P Music, all one word, it'll come up. Um, and then my Twitter and Instagram is Anna P Soup. As in pea soup, P-E-A-S-O-U-P. I know. I, I noticed that, too. I was, I was going to ask if there's anything behind that. or. Well, my last name is Croatian. It's Peshut, but throughout my whole life, we just said it pea suit, and that sounds like pea soup. And so it became kind of like a nickname all throughout my childhood, so... Um, I just when I created like my Twitter and Instagram like way back when, and I created with that, and I just never changed it. There you go. It's interesting. I I'm just gonna leave it. (laughs) So you've had the same name for ten years since you joined in 2009. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. I've yeah. gone through like 10 different names. Uh, Twitter handles, yeah. I've never changed handles. my Twitter handle or my Instagram handle. It, it, used, it used to drive people crazy to like, why do you keep changing like, your who handle? Who are you? It's like, I'm, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm you know, flirting with all these new ideas of who I want to be. Oh, yeah. So it's all good, though. Anna, thank you so much for coming in and performing for us. It was fantastic. Thanks for having me. No problem. The EP is out there on all digital streaming networks. Uh, definitely go put it in your life. It's the thing to do. What do you want to close out with? Um, we're going to close out with um, the title track of my EP, I Was an Iceberg. Nice. All right. We're going to be uh, joined by Sleepy Vision in just a few minutes uh, here on 88.7 FM, WLUW. Stick around. Anna, thank you again. Thank you. With the Odyssey, this is something you got to see. <laughs>
Moment in time, a moment.